Welcome to another very special Donald Trump You Are Going to Jail episode of Based News Network brought to you by the Institution of Epic. I am Punk Revolution now here with Sophie, a.k.a. Joan of Arca. Say hi, Sophie. Hi. And basically, we have been working in collaboration with the governments of the United States and other governments around the world to hack and track Donald Trump. And I just sent in a note and, well, I guess, well, I don't know. I, I, maybe this won't maybe this won't age well because we're recording this on Sunday. But according to Donald Trump, on Tuesday, he's going to be getting arrested. And we're releasing this on Tuesday. So but maybe by the time you listen to this, you'll, you'll probably know more than us. Yeah, true. Basically, you know, Donald Trump has done so many sketchy illegal thingies. It seems like he's finally going to be indicted and possibly arrested for giving money to Stormy Daniels. And I don't know, as as of right now, like I said, there might be more there might be more info by the time this podcast comes out, but he Trump posted like in all caps uh he said the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week protest take our nation back. Um in all caps. So Epic. Kind of epic. Kind of fun. I mean, obvi- yeah. What do you think, Sophie? Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm sure there will be protests. But my thinking is, okay, last time Trump called for a protest, it didn't go so well. So I'm a little bit, I don't know. I feel like people who may have gone to, you know, January 6th, like those types of people might be a little bit more wary going to a protest called by Trump um, due to the the January 6th, uh, all those arrests that were made and all the, like, legal situations they're all in, you know? Yeah. I just think, I mean, I don't expect something of that caliber whatsoever, and I I don't really expect riots, per se. And I think that's, I mean, I think that, that there's probably a little bit of fear now. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And that would be, uh, if that's true, if it's the case that um, the, there's no rioting and protests due to Trump supporters being afraid of repercussions because of the repercussions they faced during January 6th, that would be pretty good. That would be like our legal system kind of working as it's supposed to. You know, like a lot of people after January 6th were like, arrest the protesters and make them pay so they never do it again. But I guess the thing is, is like, yeah, I agree. I don't expect there to be as big protests this time, assuming Trump is arrested. And by the way, this podcast is coming out on Tuesday. By the time you're listening to this, there might be another freaking, you know, capital storming. This could age poorly. But. Um, a time capsule. A time capsule. I just the day before Trump is arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not the day. Our, sorry, the couple days. We're before. not. We're so. We we were so naive. We had no clue what Tuesday would bring. Uh, yeah, I just I just feel like it doesn't. It's it, you know it is a call to action to just kind of rise and protest 
because he's getting arrested, but it doesn't have like a time, a place. Like the January sixth was like we like such huge anticipation. That's true. It's like heavily like organized on Twitter. I mean, yeah. and Facebook. So yeah. So I don't I don't see it necessarily being as big of a crazy pro. Both because of the thing you said with like the protesters got arrested and like their their January sixth was just an epic fail. And also, I just feel like the protest instructions here from Trump aren't very clear. But I, I mean, it is still really disturbing that what Trump is basically saying is like, I am above the law. You know, like if you arrest me for something I did, mm-hmm. I'm going to call a mob to like overthrow yeah. democracy. You know what I mean? It's like really yeah. crappy. Um, it is. It is. What do you think the implications are of this, this arrest? I, I know you've sort of said it was kind of dumb yeah it's a little frustrating things he could be arrested for it's a little frustrating he's getting arrested for yeah because like you know like i feel like trump has done so many bad things that like the stormy daniels hush money thing like as a it's like literally like a technicality of being against specific campaign finance laws and like I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is this is coming from the district attorney's office in Manhattan, so it's not like a, it's not like a federal offense. It's like it's like maybe even just like a misdemeanor from coming from Manhattan. You know, this is like New York City is like a, the bluest of the blue, st- most anti-Trump st- like island in the world, Manhattan. And Trump and yeah, and, exactly. and Trump and Republicans are arguing like this is just a political thing. They're only arresting me because it's like they don't like me because I'm Trump. And yeah, you know, I'm not saying like that's true. I don't. Yeah, but but the thing is, is like district attorneys' offices, they actually have a decent amount of discretion over what they choose to prosecute. Uh, right. And you know, them them making this choice to arrest Trump for campaign finance technicalities. I, I really go back and forth between, like, it's not worth it. It's just going to feed the narrative on the right that, like, this is a political arrest. Ver- and, and even if they do arrest him and even if they if even if even it goes to a jury and he's found guilty, he probably would just have to, like, pay a fine or something like that. You know, I don't I can't imagine anyone going to jail. Like, I could ease. I think this is something like a l- defense lawyer could easily argue out of like, oh, he was just paying her for xyz and it had nothing to do with campaign campaign finance mm-hmm. so it's like you know but there's also another part of me that frankly says i want to see that mfer in handcuffs in jail i want to see him in That's handcuffs true. i don't care i don't care the visual alone yeah exactly his tiny little hands in handcuffs <laughs> his orange little his orange little baby hands yeah, I don't even know exactly what law he broke. Like, I don't like uh, he used campaign finance money to pay Stormy Daniels to not tell people that they had sex. Like, I don't really understand. It's just yeah. like, bro tried to like overthrow our government, and then this is like, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I agree. Of all the things he could be arrested for, it seems like the wimpiest, most lame thing he could be arrested for yeah so. yeah and but think of the memes alone think of the memes the memes will be quite epic um yeah that's what i'm thinking about just kidding yeah it's it's hard like i, I don't know it's like if like it could like if this turns into like uh the entire right wing rallies behind trump 
because now they really legitimately feel like the deep state is actually a real thing. And, uh, and they actually go even further in like a anti-democratic maybe it's bad yeah over over like you know so i'm hope I'm, I'm hoping that there's people i'm sure there are people who are like in manhattan talking to the district attorney like what are you doing like be careful here if this is something you're gonna do please have like a case that is super you know sealed with a ton of evidence that you, that trump can't do anything about but yes, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be very good memes. It's gonna be very good memes, and and maybe I should be more optimistic. Maybe maybe he'll um, I don't know. I like the idea of like, just like pictures of him, like shirtless on the ground with like fifty <laughs> cops like all like huddled on oh top my... of him. Oh no! Don't take that out of context. <laughs> don't take that out of context. Well, yeah. So main summary here is trump might get owned or we might get owned we'll see yeah yeah it's interesting so anything else oh you oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say yeah i feel like trump for a minute there wasn't really in the news as much no no like he really wasn't we were all moving on from trump for a second and ne- I mean, twenty four is coming. So, I mean, twenty twenty four is coming. So yeah, it's gotta sort of. He's gotta put himself out there, even though. I mean, do you think this could have happened more quietly if he hadn't have like posted on Truth Social? I I'm sure it would have been know. in the news, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I guess I just don't know. I from everything I've read, it just doesn't seem that exciting. Like in terms of no, like, it doesn't. Like it seems, like the 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 repercussions he could face from this seem pretty minimal, and the right wing la- backlash for it seems pretty potentially quite yeah. high. Um, and I don't <sighs> I don't like Fair the enough. idea. I also don't like the idea of letting Trump get away with crimes because I'm afraid of the right wing backlash. But that's also kind of the reality yeah, we true. live in. True. Um. Well, that's optimistic. I'm well. You know what? I hope I you know what I hope the deep state is real. I hope the deep state is real. I hope I hope that this I hope that the QAnon people are correct and that the deep state is about to be real and the deep state is going to win. That's my that's my optimism. I want the deep state to be epic. I want the deep state to be real. I want to believe. <laughs> yeah, so I basically believe in the deep state. Yeah. Sue me. Yeah, it's like, oh god, the Stormy Daniels discourse. I'm that's, I'm so tired of that. But I know I thought we were done with that like several years ago. That's that's what Trump but is a mastermind ask. of. He just does so many crimes that like you could go back go back to some other crime and be like, I'm kind of <laughs> tired of talking about this crime because he it's like we've talked about it a lot and he's on other crimes we can talk about <laughs> now. It's like a oh, absolute genius. Yeah, you're right. Genius. Do so many crimes you can't yeah. even keep up with it. True. True. You're right. So I guess we'll see what happens, and maybe by the time you're we'll listening see. to this, it will, will, more will come. More have already have happened. But indeed, let's talk about the Oscars. Yeah. So the Oscars happened some days ago, and I'm guessing Kyle, you didn't watch. I did not watch Sorry, the Oscars. Sorry, that's not supposed to be mean. I did not watch you didn't the Oscars. Watch them. I did watch them. I watched them live, and I watched the entire thing. 
Ever since um, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, I've, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> too traumatized to watch the Oscars. Too scared. I'm too scared. Yeah. I mean, who can blame you? Nobody. So, so I watched the Oscars, and obviously, you don't need to watch the Oscars to to hear about the outcomes on Twitter. Basically, everyone I was following was live tweeting it, which I kind of enjoy when everyone on the timeline is just tweeting about the same thing. It's kind of fun. Um, it does so, It does seem like, from what I've read, this Oscars had better like ratings, and by ratings, I mean like more people watching it than previous Oscars. Interesting. So. I wonder why. My guess is maybe the, the Will Smith slap thing, where like people were excited to see how the oscars would be different yeah this time around mm-hmm. that could or be if it. they'd make jokes about it and they did make minimal jokes about it and everything everywhere or all at maybe once it's, yes that i mean yeah exactly e-e-a-o or whatever i can't e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-e-i-
it's all it's like all a combination of stuff that I like basically and I think it's really subtle really effective and kind of scary at, at times I don't know it just has this like I don't know it's just really good it's really good and I, the acting is just incredible I I I feel it feels like a crime that it didn't win anything. It didn't win any awards. Yeah, that's actually pretty at, messed up. That's actually pretty at the messed Oscars. up. Because I okay, it I didn't win anything. The, okay, so the thing is, is I think Tar is a better movie than Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Yeah. Everything Everywhere All at Once is now the. This is according to Wikipedia, the most awarded film of all time. Seriously? If someone told me everything everywhere all at once what? is the most awarded film of all time and I went in and I watched everything everywhere all at once, I would be yeah. quite shocked because it's a great movie, but it's only great, in my opinion. I know some people think it's amazing. I, I, I agree. I agree. I think that there are a ton of incredible films out there, obviously. like If you're into like film, like super into film. Yeah. I mean, even if you're not super into film. There are so many incredible films out there that I think are just better than everything and everywhere all at once. Everything and everywhere all at once is a really good f- movie. It's it's really emotional and it's a f- I feel like it's a feel good movie. You know, like I feel like I, the everything I saw it bagel times with my friends. The everything oh, bagel. Okay, that was my main problem with the movie. The cringe of the everything bagel means it should not be. Like I like I, I'm sorry, but true. like true, that that lost me there. That lost me there. Like it should that that right there brought the movie from a nine out of ten to an eight out of ten to me for me. I no I I I have the same thoughts. I have the same like, thoughts. It that that was just like that just that was that was like an episode of Rick and Morty, except not as epic. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually a really good comparison. Like. Rick and Morty. So, Rick and Morty would have an everything bagel, but the the bagel would be like a dinosaur's butthole. Oh my god! Which trust? Which <laughs> which? I don't know if I hope that's persuasive to our listeners that that's more epic. But, anyways, <laughs> everything ever roll. So yeah, it's just like do you? It's it's a good movie. It's a cute, good movie. It's really great. It shows some interesting concepts that are kind of new to film. And don't get me wrong, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. I just can't put just it in my head. In like the scheme of things, just try put it. In yeah, the scheme of things. It's there like, are so many good films. It's like, are you gonna put everything ever while we're all at once in the same league as like The Shining and The Godfather? You know what I mean? Like the yeah, masterpieces, or like, or like a Wong Kar Wai film. Yeah, you know? like a or like I mean, just like getting into like cinema about like asian people with asian actors and stuff True. oh I, I you know mean, what that's a good point yeah actually i don't know i don't know i i would like to hear from an asian yeah person who loves movies because i because yeah. the thing is is like i know this movie is adored by obviously a lot of people but a lot of people who i know and this is anecdotal but i think it probably holds truth for a lot of people is like a lot of people i know who really love this movie are asian americans like right and that makes sense because it's about the like an asian american family yeah and i know a lot of people too who are asian and also like lgbtq and they can kind of relate to the mother-daughter dynamic and i th- I thought it was really sweet 
I agree. Um, I agree. So that's the thing is like even though this is not my personal taste, even though to me that's true. It's yeah. like I I you know I think it's if it if it, if it really like means a lot like to for a lot of like for a lot of people it actually is absolutely up there with the godfather you know what i mean because yeah so no yeah it's it's really good i just in my personal opinion there are films that i enjoy more i agree so including tar but yeah which one nothing <laughs> well yeah so i i hope people don't get upset with me about my opinions here um but I, yeah i mean the oscars are basically just like everything in among us all at once winning everything and then also all quiet on the western front winning everything which i didn't see because i kind of avoid war films unless they're like cool (laughs) sorry that was mean i just mean like unless it's like about i like i really like uh full metal jacket you know those those are really good those kind of vibe yeah of of those that kind of type of uh, war movie i i like but I don't know. I'm just not a big fan, so I didn't see it. But that won a ton of stuff too. So, also, uh, Brendan Fraser in The Whale, which I didn't see. Oh, that's right. He won the bet. I didn't see The Whale, and you didn't either, right? Kyle? I didn't. I I do kind of want to see it. I think it looks kind of interesting. It's just I've I've heard like <laughs> that it's really mid. I've heard th- I've heard from some people they think it's incredible. I've heard from some people it's mid, and then I've also seen on Twitter. Like some people who have like insisted, and I don't know how true this is, but some people have insisted that the movie is actually fat phobic. Like, I've heard some stuff like that. Yes, I heard that. I apparently in the film they really, really emphasize how morbidly obese the character is, in like a way that's kind of grotesque and insulting. And I've seen some of the images and I, and yeah, like the main criticism is that like, okay, this is sort of like exploitative and like how gross you're making it look. I yeah. Guess. And also like, yeah, exactly. Like this is not what it's actually like to be fat. You're just making being fat more dramatic and gross in order to make, yeah, exactly. Explo- exploitative. Yeah. Or just like, or even if it is the experience, it's maybe something that is really private and personal i don't know that doesn't mean it shouldn't be shown on film though i I just think the way it was presented sort of emphasized it as being grotesque and disturbing so hmm. I, I actually do want to see it i've my the general consensus i've heard is that the the film itself is not amazing but brendan fraser is really good mm-hmm. so that kind of that you so basically people are saying okay watch it for brendan fraser's performance and that's kind of it gotcha so i don't know i'm not super motivated to see it but i i don't know there's some there's a lot of films that were nominated that i didn't see i didn't see the banshees of among us or whatever it's called yeah we should and it's see on it. hbo max so kyle we should watch, we'll watch it. it yeah and i do want to yeah, watch on on the western max, front so. even though i honestly i i do like more kyle movies. you gotta like tie me up and force me to watch it <laughs> Oh my God, Sophie! Well, sorry, I didn't mean it in a weird way. Well, I was I just, just meant like you have to like literally force me to watch it, but I want you to force me to watch it so I can watch it. But I wouldn't watch it on my own volition, if that makes sense. I just feel like All Quiet in the Western Front does not seem like a very fun movie to watch. No, like even for me, who who do, and I'm actually like inter- I'm really interested in war. I like study war. 
like I study World War Two. I know this is about World War One, right? It is about World War One. Yeah, it's like I don't. So know. I like I like war and, and not actually. Sophie I don't like war. Oh wait, I can't. Can I say- oh my god, you doxed me. Oh my. I'll god, bleep it out. Kyle. I'll bleep it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> you just said uh, you like war. I love reading about war. I love learning about war. Name two wars. Um, World War One and World War Two. Mic drop. That was the most impressive thing I have ever seen any woman do in history, and I've seen women do a lot of impressive things. That is that is very true. So you know what? All right, so we'll watch it. We'll 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 watch all the movies. We'll watch we'll watch various films that were nominated, but all quite in the Western Front doesn't seem appealing. Seems like a boring ass war movie. The Whale yeah. does not seem appealing. I don't know if I want to watch like a super depressing movie about an obese person, that a, a movie that a lot of obese people don't like because they feel like it doesn't portray being obese. Honestly. Yeah. Like these are these are movies that to yeah. me don't seem... It's like I don't want to watch it. Maybe every... The only reason I would watch it is for the cultural re- relevance. Maybe everything everywhere all at once... I've actually heard All Quiet in the Western Front is incredible, but maybe, maybe everything too, everywhere all at once won a lot because... The competition was everything very else stiff. was mid, but uh, Tar was great. I've heard that Banshees is really good. I've heard Banshees is good, especially uh, in- including for my brother, who I really do trust. Yeah, no, there's a, there was so. a lot of movies that came out last year that was. And Triangle good. of Sadness was also nominated for Best Picture, gotcha. but I don't think it should have won. I liked it a lot, but it wasn't like my favorite thing that was nominated. Yeah, that, so that's fair. I do. Here's here's my take. Okay, so I would have been. Uh, this feels really well. I would have been okay with. Like, or happier with two scenarios, okay? Scenario one is Michelle Yeoh wins Best Actress, but Tar wins Best Picture. I think I would have been satisfied with that because at least it awards Kate Blanchett's performance. But I also would have been okay with Kate Blanchett winning Best Actress and Everything and Everywhere All at Once winning Best Picture. My main issue is that I, I, I think Kate Blanchett deserves to be recognized for her incredible performance but unfortunately she's up against someone who's also really good and sort of has the i don't know uh backing of the public right now if that makes sense like like a lot of people are like rooting for michelle yo and for good reason and she was really good and i i really like michelle yo like as an actress she's really good so i think it was just an unfortunate year for for kate but you know kate's been you know she also lost, and this one I will never agree with, but Kate lost for Carol against Brie Larson for Room for Best Actress, and I was I was really pissed, so. Mm. Yeah. It's hard being a stan. It's hard being a stan. Everything, everywhere, all at once is the most epic nihilist movie I've ever seen of all time. <laughs> true. I, I feel like, true. okay, I'm sorry, but like, great, great movie. But like this is like not this is for people who have I'm sorry. Kyle, you can't I'm gonna insult you if you <laughs> like this movie. No, I'm just kidding. I like the movie too. But it's just like it's like the most like it's like nihilism and absurdist comedy for like babies. I Loki f- I Loki feel like it's the most Reddit movie ever. It is I I mean I I look, I love Reddit. But you know what I mean. No, 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 no. I mean. yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Um, 
All right, but let's let's move on because I think I'm gonna start pissing people off. Even though I, I don't, know, I always I always do this. I like the movie. I do like the movie. All right, let's let's what's going on? We have other. Th- Is there anything else you want to talk about in the Oscars? No, I don't think so. But okay, stay tuned. Maybe for maybe we'll review the whale. Who knows? Stay tuned. Okay. Do you want to? Um... Ooh, are we are we to the the best part this of the episode? This is the best part. This is the best part. Okay, so so Kaya and I agreed that we'd have two little mini segments for the middle half of the show. Um, basically, <laughs> we have our own little segments we're gonna do. We have our own interests. We couldn't ag- yeah, we couldn't agree so, what was more important. So Sophie, you start with your topic. So. RuPaul's Drag Race fans, if, you, if you're watching season 15, you're aware of a queen named Lucy LaDuca. And I will say, Kyle can actually speak about this because he is watching this season with me. So he knows all the queens on, of this season. Anywho, Lucy LaDuca, on the first episode of the season, they did a talent show and she performed her original song, called let loose and sh- should i play it should i play it yeah the, like a clip a tiny clip go of it get, so go I'm get like... it get that song up okay cool awesome this is okay. illegal so but do it anyways mm, it's it's fine i feel like drag queens are cool with you doing illegal things i mean it's a huge meme right now so here let me pull this shiz up three two one go I'm trying. Anyway, while I try to find this, it's like a huge meme on Twitter right now. Why is and, it? Why is and, it a meme? Because of, I think because like because like Lucy Laduca is kind of like getting the delusional edit on Drag Race. You know, like oh. people are saying, oh, she's delusional. She like says she won all these challenges. You know, like that kind of thing. So. She's kind of become like a, a meme. Like she's increasingly becoming a meme. Is this a meme that like of- is this a meme that like normal people will see or is it like just like on like Yes. Okay, cuz I don't Yeah, it's it's like it's becoming more normy. Oh, uh, okay. It's becoming a normy meme. I haven't seen it yet. So, or, or you sent it okay, to me. Okay, let me I did send it to him, but I'm, I'm going to play Wait, okay. Kyle missed this part because he didn't. He felt he got too tired on the premiere episode, so he he went to bed, and he. So I watched this with his sister. Um, and I I, I gotta like brace myself for cringe because this is really cringe. So I'm like gonna try not to cringe, but it's it's gonna be really hard. But I'm doing the sacrifice for the sake of the news. You know, journalists take a lot of risks. They risk their lives. So this is basically the equivalent of that. So, are you ready? Go. Oh god, oh god, oh god, okay. Uh-huh. Oh, it hurts, it hurts. Okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> it's so bad. This is Lucy Laduca's song. Alright, so Sophie, what? Why Why is this be. Okay, no, but like, what? What? what is the. When, when are people using it as a meme? I haven't seen it used as a meme. They're just saying, like, Everyone is just like, like using it as like a fan cam kind of, and is it like, like replying on... to a bunch of tweets with it. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. 
And like just saying like me when I let loose and then people are like lip syncing to it and like posting videos with it and like saying it slays and like just like 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 um, Alaska did a like performance of it at a show like the other day. So it's it's just becoming a meme basically, but it's kind of spreading from like gay Twitter to like normal people Twitter so all right who knows how long it will last but this is my news that <laughs> let loose is a meme okay and yeah so lucy laduca i think is becoming like kind of like a cringe icon which i'm kind of happy about because i don't know i think i think she's a fun cringe icon and i'm on i'm, I'm active on rupaul's drag race cringe and i do love a good cringe cringe wholesome cringe icon so well that's my news i do definitely get the appeal because like you were saying on the show she's getting an edit where they're showing her kind of act delusional as if she thinks she's doing so much better than everyone else and deserves to win, even though she's not winning these challenges. And it's so fun. Like that, that delusional edit is fun to watch. It is. And then to, and then like to have an, a song that is like her acting extremely cringe. It kind of is like a, like, like, yes, we love her but it's also kind of making fun of her too at the same time. Yeah, but she's having fun with it. Okay, so she knows it's a meme now? Yeah, she's like all Is in it like a TikTok? Now. Is it on TikTok? I'm sure it's on TikTok, but I've mostly been seeing it on Twitter and Reddit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I will keep my eye open for it. Will be interesting. All right. Well, yeah, check your check your Twitter DMs or or you'll see it. You'll see it somewhere. I will. I will. Oh, wait, you I, I oh, I retweeted. I retweeted something on Twitter. I retweeted a clip like someone screenshotted a grinder conversation and so like someone here, let me find this. Okay. I retweeted this. So, um some guy posted like a screenshot from grinder and they they typed let loose and then the guy the other guy replied them like singing the song and as an audio message so i retweeted that and i'll I'll send it i see it i see it okay all right okay i'm 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 getting it now i'm getting it now yeah it's 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 just like a meme i'm getting it it's a dumb meme i'm getting so you want to get into your equally important news (laughs) item all right so well I guess I'll, yeah, sure. So just a note, this segment this segment that I'm about to talk about is going to be cut in half lengthwise because we deduced that this is <laughs> Because equally, I needed to do... Because we needed to talk about Lucy LaDuca. I had to LaDuca. do news on Lucy LaDuca. <laughs> so this is... So if you're interested in learning more, I'm sorry, you got to do some research because you needed to... <laughs> so basically, <laughs> the International Criminal Court... Has, oh my god! <laughs> has issued an arrest warrant. Oh, that's not funny. It's not funny. It's really sad. I think it's kind of funny. Uh, has issued an arrest warrant for uh, Vladimir Putin, the president of Ukraine. Um, Russia. Russia. Oh my goodness! Crap! I now I'm now now that's problematic. Rewind yeah, the clock. Kyo, just Kyo, just think you just need to let loose. The Let president us. of Russia has an arrest warrant from the inter- the International Criminal Court is a real thing, by the way. It's like a real. It has actual jurisdiction. Lots. Of, right. A lot of right. countries recognize it. Was that established after World War Two? Uh, I know a lot of international like laws and rules were established after World War Two. I don't know exactly. I don't. I think the International Criminal Court actually came a decent amount after. 
Uh, but oh, okay. It is in the Hague, though, which is where I think a lot of post World War II like international litigation um, took place. But anyways, because I know the International Criminal Court. I actually fun little fact: the United States does not is not a, does not did not sign on to the International Criminal Court because they legit. Well, obviously, like the United States, this was like I think the International Criminal Court was like established in like. 2000 to early 2000s mm-hmm. and oh okay and um obviously like bush is george bush is not going to want america to sign on to this court that could help hold america responsible for war crimes um because of like iraq and oh, afghanistan God. so so the united and the united states also passed a law that gave gives the united states government authorization to essentially invade Europe if mm-hmm. any American is arrested under the International Criminal Court. So, you know, just want to throw that context out there that, you know, because this, it's, it is, but it is widely recognized besides by like China, Russia, and America because all three of those countries are doing bad stuff all the time. But anyways, Putin has arrest an arrest warrant on his arse for the <laughs> the Russia's Russia's practice of the past year since this war started. One of their policies has been to take children from Ukraine and bring them over the border to Russia. Um, orphans, some of them are orphans. Some of them are kids who have lost their parents in the war, and some of them have been separated from their parents in the war and are being taken back to Russia. Obviously, a lot of those kids are not happy to be taken across the border. Thousands of children. This is egregious. And the reason Russia is doing this, because I was like, why are they why are they doing this? Uh, it's just so disgusting and horrendous. And Russia is doing it because it actually is being used as propaganda within Russia as a oh like we're saving yeah children. as a humanitarian oh, thing so fucked up. like yeah like oh the ukrainians are so the, the ukrainian government is so evil we need to rescue their children from their government and they're just kidnapping thousands of kids and bringing them to moscow um that's disgusting it's absolutely disgusting oh and i think it's a pretty good like little clip like a little screenshot of the the utter insanity and hypocrisy of the war you know like literally kidnapping kids taking kids away from their parents and saying it's a humanitarian thing is like basically like that's like the the whole war is just russia bombing and and killing ukrainian civilians and then turning around to their to the russian civilians and putin saying like we're doing this because we're liberating cities and we're doing a good humanitarian cause like just so many so many just insane contradictions it's very sickening um and the thing is is that russia responded to this okay so just an fyi this is you know putin is not actually going to get arrested it's totally symbolic um but you know putin if putin like goes to germany or something like that then yeah he'll be arrested but obviously he's just gonna hide in like russia um and he won't ever be arrested. Mm-hmm. But Russia responded to this in two ways. One, the Russian government said, we're going to continue doing this program of taking kids over the border. So, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Is like 
it, like you know usually when there's there's a charge against a government of committing war crimes the go- the war the government will deny it Russia's not denying it they're saying they're doing it you know you're like yeah they don't give a fuck they really don't care they say they're 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 just say they say they're doing it and you know they're saying it's like i said they they're frame they're trying to frame it as like they're liberating these kids um obviously you know there's also been conversations about if russia is doing this for the sake of trying to eliminate ukraine as a nation um you know basically take kids and who were born into ukraine and then make them into like russians by re-education etc um that could be a that could be a form of genocide. We you know it's 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 hard to say why why Russia is doing this if they really genuinely believe their own propaganda if they know the propaganda is BS and they're just doing it for propaganda purposes, or as we know as we've seen there is definitely a strain within Russia's government and population that does have pretty outwardly um, genocidal kind of beliefs about Ukraine being an illegitimate identity and country. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. So basically, they're yeah. Anyways, so th- so yeah. One, they said we're going to keep doing it, and then mm-hmm. two, Putin actually visited Mariupol, which is a city in Ukraine. Or yeah, it's Ukraine. It's a it's a city that is currently occupied by Russia in Ukraine, and this is the mm. this seems to be the furthest that Putin has actually gone into, um, like the ter- like the the dangerous like territories where there's actual actual battles going on um you know, mm-hmm. you know it seems like putin's been mostly just hiding in moscow and now he has an arrest warrant after him and then he kind of does this bold move of like look i'm going to go into the war zone i'm going to go into mariupol i'm going to go into a, a a city that we're occupying right now um which seems to be kind of like a middle finger to like mm-hmm. europe like you can you can put in a a, a arrest warrant after me i don't care i'm not scared i'm gonna go into the war zone and mariupol also is notably a city where a lot of the kids who have been taken across the border were came from oh god mariupol is like what's sickening yeah so so he's going to the city where like the the kids were taken from and from what i was reading too is it seems like whenever there's a city that's about to whether russia's about to leave the city or ukraine's about to leave the city after a battle ukrainians will hide their kids because they're afraid that this is because everyone in ukraine knows it's happening you know like this is like a you know Uh, that could also be a reason why russia is doing it you know russia is intentionally bombing civilians trying to get ukrainians to lose um any optimism in the war and obviously that's a very disgusting way to do it but so that's kind of what's going on you know there's been a lot of there's other stuff going on in the ukraine war there's well there's a a drone that american drone that russia shot down over international waters the president xi jinping xi jinping the president of china is going to be visiting russia next week who knows what that's going to bring there's a lot of stuff going on it seems like a couple weeks ago it felt like not as much to talk about now all of a sudden there's a lot and i would love to tell you more about it but we had to cut this segment short so you could hear about how Lucy Laduca is now a Twitter is now is now a meme Boyfie's, on Twitter. Boyfie's mean, mad. Boyfie's mad at me. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just speaking on. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I'm not, ma- Sophie. I'm not mad because I completely agree that these two things are equally as important. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <sighs> All right. Well. Yeah. 
So, do you want to move into the next thing? Yes. Yeah, so should we do it? I think we should do a trigger warning. Yes, let's go ahead and do that. So, all right, so just for this segment, I don't think it'll be too long. There's a trigger warning for transphobia and suicide and and death and, and stuff like that. So if that, that stuff is upsetting to the point that you don't want to listen, this is a warning. So I, I'll let Kayo take this part because um, he, he actually knew um, the person we're about to talk about. So Yes, so... Uh, I did want to we 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 did want to talk just a little bit about um, Eden Knight that some of you may have seen headlines about, who um, was a friend of mine who I didn't know I didn't know her in real life, but her and I have been following each other on Twitter for for years, and I I initially followed her because I thought she was just extremely intelligent, extremely funny. Like, I followed her while I think she was actually still in the closet and hadn't come out as trans yet. And, yeah. you know, we had lots of really kind of funny interactions. And I just, it was someone who I just, who I just really resonated with. And then she came out as trans. And her transformation made me so happy because she was so happy she's from saudi arabia she got to she got she got to leave saudi arabia come to the united states and get to be her true self and transition and i got to see her become the happiest she's ever been and it made me so happy to see someone who I've always always is known as an incredibly incredibly intelligent, funny, hilarious, hilarious, kind person, and to see their journey and see them, yeah, you know, I I feel like if you if you ever have the opportunity to see someone who's trans get to like come out and live that fulfilling life as who who they really are. It's gonna, it's gonna make you just, it's gonna make you incredibly happy for them, and it's gonna make you want to, you want, it's gonna make you want to fight for every trans person to make sure they have the same right to do that. Uh, and well, you know, it turns out, unfortunately, this week, you know, like I said, she's Saudi Arabian. I remember, I remember seeing her tweet about this, like about issues, you know, conflicts she was having with her family, who's very religious, lives in Saudi Arabia, and how incredibly hard it was that her family didn't accept her for who she was wanted to completely cut off contact with her even though she loved her family but you know she had she had to make this choice either transition and be who she really is and be and, and live a happy life or go back in the closet for her family and it was it, I, I I watched I watched this whole thing unfold. It was you know, it was just so fascinating and just it, both really painful but also inspiring. And this week we got the news that she was coerced by her family, manipulated by people who her family paid 
to convince her to come back to Saudi Arabia. And obviously, when she was back in Saudi Arabia, you know, she was staying in the United States as an undocumented undocumented citizen, which you know coerced her to to come back to to Saudi Arabia. Um, and we got the news that you know last week she she um, she committed suicide, and this was so heartbreaking and shocking because like i said i saw the journey i saw her her go from depressed and closeted to free and happy and then this is this is the reality of of um of 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 transphobia today's is, is um we've got people's own families coercing them into into situations where they're cornered kidnapping, and kidnapping essentially yeah kidnapped kidnapped co- coercing someone to leave their their country they're living happily in to go to Saudi Arabia where they have to go back in the closet and live a miserable life um that's yeah I would say it's you could call that kidnapping um Ugh, I'm just yeah she so was sad. Uh, yeah she was so like like literally just so like I you you can even Sophie you can even tell them like I was even you know before this was in the news before any of this you know I was telling Sophie oh, like yeah he used to talk about her a lot I would talk about her because I was like this is such an awesome like friend I have on Twitter and she's so awesome and so I mean just you know she's she was oh man yeah really intelligent really intelligent she was she was really into the music community on Twitter. She was like, she was like, you know, she was like into Blade and stuff. She was like literally like in my sphere of like the left wing, music nerd, political, nerdy Twitter area that I I love to be a part of. Um, and you know, obviously, where I'm I'm just gonna forever remember her as the genius, the hilarious, loving, amazing genius that she was, um, amazing trans activist, totally, completely so inspirational for someone, um, to escape Saudi Arabia and then transition, um, and everyone can see with their own two eyes how beautiful that was, um, and, you know, also, another thing, too, that I think Eden talked a lot about and I do also want to mention on top of the trans activism is the importance of, frankly, um, um, fixing, and this is kind of maybe a little bit more technical, but I think it's also important. This is something that Eden would talk about too, which is fixing America's immigration system because America be- being a country where it's extremely, extremely difficult for even very highly intelligent people like Eden to become a citizen well, that's a, that's a, that's also a contributing factor to why she was coerced to go back to Saudi Arabia. Um, and there's lots of people who are just like Eden in the United States who are refugees that are also in extremely precarious situations. Um, so a more open United States with a more open immigration system is really better for everybody. Um, so, you know, that was... That was uh, you know, it sounds dorky, but that's the type of stuff that Eden would tweet about. Um, that's just who she was. She was a she was a she was a nerd. She was a music nerd, a policy nerd, but then she was also just a charismatic, hilarious, 
like outrageous. The way you the way you describe her really reminds me of you. I saw a lot of myself in her. I really did. Yeah, I really did. I really saw a lot of myself in her. Um So, I know the United States Depart the State Department is actually investigating these allegations of the kidnapping. Um who knows where that's going to go, but absolutely shocking horrifying but like i said i'm oh, i'm just gonna always remember eden as like someone who brought me a ton of joy um so really sad but i think also like i said like really important to talk about and everybody you know everybody needs to everybody needs to contribute to making sure we're all defending trans people and are there for them because they they deserve all that they deserve the love and they deserve the protection and unfortunately there's a lot of people out there who are you know this is this is what they're pushing for is to to not allow trans people to it sounds like they don't even want trans people to exist so we have to defend them yeah oh god i'm sorry i'm just really moved sad yeah i know i know so tragic and i i feel so bad for her girlfriend too i just was on her twitter and she's like tweeting about it and it's really sad yeah yeah like about dreams she was having of her like like she's been having about her since she died it's so sad yeah 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 it definitely feels like um yeah it definitely feels like losing someone who um you know, just really special. Someone really special. She sounds really special. She really it reminds was. me a lot of you, which makes it even sadder to me. I guess I don't know. It's just I. Uh, it's just so sad. So I hope that this wasn't too depressing. Um, but yeah, everyone who is cis listening to this, you have an, a responsibility to. To, to fight for trans rights. You know, if if you're curious, you could you could go. I I'd recommend go take a look at um, her Twitter, and you'll see she's like such a, a hilarious, charismatic person. Really intelligent. Really intelligent. Um, it's not too often you hear about uh, a a trans woman from from Saudi Arabia. But I'm sure there's many, many more out there just like her. Um, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess we should. I feel like maybe we should end the episode here. I think so, too. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we, we were going to review the movie Cocaine Bear, but I don't think Sophie and I are in the mood to review that at all right now. Yeah, no, I don't think That is so. not a movie that... I, we'll save it for another day. We can, Yeah, we'll review it next week. Uh, not a, not appropriate to talk about. No, no, I don't think. I I know. I I wanted to just give. I wanted to say some quick words about Eden and then try to brighten the mood up with a cocaine bear review. But realistically, now that we've, now that I've said this stuff out loud, I'm like, there's no way. You know, I I I haven't I have any more char- yeah. charisma in me to to make goofy jokes about cocaine bear, which we will review maybe next episode. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
thanks for listening, everyone. And I, I really hope I, I don't want to depress anyone. And there's, I know there's, there's hope out there. It's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, you know, Eden, sh- Eden showed, you know, unfortunately, Eden was a victim of being a, you know, kidnapped, a horrible, horrible thing. But she also really did have an incredibly inspirational side to her where she would tweet a lot of positivity about how happy you can be as a trans person um, mm-hmm. once you're able to come out and get the, the therapy and, and treatment that works for you. Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, she really did have a lot of excitement and happiness and beauty in her life. And, and I think we should definitely remember that and focus on that, you know, that yeah you can totally. you can live a really incredible, inspirational, beautiful life. Um, so, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, and if anyone ever needs to talk to anyone about this sort of, like, to, to, if anyone needs to talk about this sort of thing or needs comfort, you can always DM me. I check my DM, so. Same here. Same here. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, And we will see you next time on Base News Network. Base News Network. Bye. Bye. (laughs)